0: Since getting sober over 11 years ago, most of my friends don't drink, and last month at my birthday dinner, we were going around the table talking about our favorite non-alcoholic drink, and almost everyone at the table was talking about how much they love recess, me included. Not only is Recess Mood a delicious drink, Strawberry Rose is my favorite, but they also have raspberry lemon, which is so good, lime, citrus, and more. It's made with real fruit, it's only 20 calories, and it comes with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium, so it can also bring me a much, much much-needed moment of peace. So whether you're like me and are always on the hunt for functional and tasty non-alcoholic drinks, or you're just looking for something healthy to unwind at the end of the day, Recess Mood should be your go to. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go to alcohol replacement. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to another solo episode of the podcast. And today we are talking about what happens when you feel like you've lost your entire identity along with the breakup, meaning your identity was wrapped up in your partner or maybe your identity was wrapped up in just the fact of being in a relationship, which I know happens to quite a lot of people. So in this episode, I will talk about how that happens, why we definitely want to avoid that from here on out, and then some ways that you can work on regaining that identity and regaining, really it comes down to regaining that relationship with yourself. So this topic has always been a really important one for me on breakup, Bestie. It was probably the biggest thing that I struggled with in relationships. Even honestly, not even just like romantic, relationships, but I used to say that I was basically like a chameleon growing up. I was really good at blending in with like the group at school that I was hanging out with or the guy that I liked growing up. It was really easy for me to change how I dressed or what I liked to listen to music-wise, the food that I liked. I was very pliable and (laughs) You know, in some ways it served me because I feel like I'm really good at fitting in. But in a lot of ways, it was destructive because it prevented me from ever really forming an identity on my own. And this really happened in, in relationships. And I think we do this for a variety of different reasons. I, you know, happened to do it because... I didn't love who I was, and I never really even gave myself the chance to figure out who I was. And so I was actually really happy to be able to latch on to someone. And, you know, I had this joke that if you, you know, when I finally got really solid in who I was, I think if, you know, the first time I cleaned out my closet, I could pretty well tell. who I was dating at the time that I bought a particular outfit, which is not, you know, is just not a great trait, is not a great, you know, thing to to do. But I also know that it's extremely common. So losing yourself or losing your identity in a relationship can stem from, like I said, something like me where you're not quite sure who you are, It can stem from really low self-esteem. It can also stem from having a really controlling partner. I see this a lot in toxic relationships where the person will be controlling in the way that they want you to mold to who they are. And so they will pressure you in a lot of different ways. And then kind of before you know it, you're all wrapped up in who they want you to be. I think it can also stem from insecurity, not in yourself, but more so like in the relationship. If you are someone that experiences a lot of relationship anxiety, you know, you're much more likely to basically do whatever your partner wants to do because you don't want to lose them. So you don't want to fight with them about like where to eat or what to watch or what to do on the weekends or where to go on vacation because to you you don't want to put yourself in a position to potentially lose what you have. And you know, for me it was like in the beginning of relationships it feels like I'm just making like little sacrifices of yeah, we can, you know, whatever you want to watch or wherever you want to go for food or or things like that. But what happens is the more of those little kind of sacrifices that you make, then it comes this point where all of a sudden my therapist likes to call it like you lose your true north. You lose the person that you really are. You lose your internal compass. And that's when you can all of a sudden look up and your entire identity is wrapped up in this particular person where you don't feel like you know what you like or really who you are. So Like I said, this is very common. This happened, like I said, this happened to me a lot. The issue, I mean, there's a lot of issues with this, but if we're talking specifically about breakups, speaking from my own experience, when I would get out of relationships like that, it felt like I had to start my life over again. It felt like when the relationship and when the partner was gone, that everything was gone. And this obviously makes a breakup quite a bit harder to go through because, again, it's like you're not just missing your partner, like you're literally missing yourself entirely. And I think we all feel like we lose a chunk of ourselves in a breakup. But when your identity is really wrapped up with your ex, it just feels like you're floating aimlessly in space. It's a very surreal feeling. It also typically means that it's more likely that you're going to go back to your ex. And I say that again from personal experience. When I was letting go of, you know, my really toxic, really horrible ex, my whole identity was wrapped up in him. And it took me a really long time. It felt like I had to get footing on my own. I also made a lot of mistakes during that breakup that I will talk about in this episode because I want you guys to learn from my mistakes. But I didn't do a great job of regaining my identity after we broke up. And so I constantly found myself calling him, going to his house, you know, basically like still being his main support system just because I felt so Lost without him. And that's something I think that's helpful. I think if I had known how much of myself was wrapped up in that relationship, and if I had the awareness, I think that would have been helpful. So if you are someone who's, you know, you feel like your whole self and your identity was wrapped up in your relationship, just be aware that, okay, I'm probably going to get some really strong urges to go back to my ex. So I really need to make sure that I have some things in place, you know, before I call them and, you know, the steps that I'm going to outline towards the end of this episode are going to give you some really concrete things that you can do to help prevent you from going back to your ex. I think also in certain cases, it might also feel like your relationship was your only purpose in life, which, by the way, I cannot stress how much that's not true. No other person should ever be your purpose in life. And the only thing that I can, you know, stretch that to is like if you have kids, you know, your kids can become your purpose in life. However, it should never be one other person like a partner. But that can really lead you to feeling lost and directionless, feeling like life has no meaning. And we can get into some really dark, intense, heavy emotions when we feel like our ex was identity, purpose, only source of happiness, those sorts of things. If you are a listener of this podcast, you know I warn about how your phone can either be a great tool or a huge obstacle when it comes to getting over your breakup. Instead of spending time on your phone trying to figure out what your ex is up to, why not spend some time engaging in a super fun mystery game that will help take your mind off your breakup? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I am such a big mystery and puzzle fan, so this game has been so fun for me to get into. When I'm looking for a little escape from reality during the day or a way to relax that doesn't involve social media, it's been so fun to use my brain in a new way by diving into June's captivating quest and engaging my sense of observation to find the hidden clues. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is so important to share your thoughts and feelings while going through a breakup, especially if it's something you're feeling any guilt or shame around. I know whenever I'm struggling with a certain thought or situation and I keep it to myself, it gets heavier and heavier and feels harder and harder to manage. I truly believe we are as sick as our secrets. Therapy has always been a safe space for me to have a judgment-free zone to get things off my chest. Whether it's something from my past, a current struggle, or something I'm anxious about in the future, I always feel lighter when I'm able to share something that feels A question I get asked all the time is, is it normal for a breakup to feel more intense during my period? And the answer is yes. PMS is already so hard to deal with, and then you throw a breakup into that. And I know for me, PMS can make me feel anxious, exhausted, starving, and sad. Not a great combo. And that's why I love using and recommending Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, which can make PMS easier to manage and has helped reduce those anxious feelings and low moods I experience around my period. And fun fact, a bottle is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens, which help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. Hormones can make us feel so out of whack, and I agree with the most commonly used phrase in their 17,000 reviews, which is that it does make you feel like yourself again. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code heartbreak at checkout. That's happymammoth.com, and use the code heartbreak for 15% off today. So again, just make sure that you approach this Break up with that sense of awareness and just know like, okay, all these feelings are going to pop up. And when they pop up, you can think to yourself, Kendra said this was going to happen and it happened. So there's nothing to be freaked out about. I'm not losing my mind. I'm just going through the motion of losing a relationship that I was very, very intertwined with. So let's start talking about how to start regaining your identity. And again, this is going to come from a lot of Kendra's mistakes. I don't like to call things right and wrong, but I did a lot of things that I wish I could have done differently, which is why I love this episode, because I do get to use my experience to help you. But the first part of all of this is when you get so wrapped up in a relationship, it's a pretty natural occurrence that you're going to neglect your own relationships that you had prior to with your partner. That means like your friends, family, maybe it's friends you made at work, your coworkers, but it's just pretty natural that you're going to end up neglecting them. And then when the relationship ends, you're looking around and it feels like you have no one because you put all of the important roles in your life onto your ex. And so then that one person's gone and it feels like you've lost everything. Here's where I wish I had done things a little differently. When I was in my toxic relationship, which a lot of it, you know, I can see now is not necessarily my fault because I was coerced into cutting off everyone (laughs) except him. However, I felt really, really embarrassed when the breakup happened, and I wish that I had gone back to those friends. And I did go back to some, and I apologized. And the people that I did do that to were so gracious and welcomed me back with open arms. They were just really happy that I was back. But I really wish I had done that with everyone, and I really wish that I had you re-entered into a lot of those friendships because... Again, even though I went and apologized and to some of them and I felt kind of okay, I really, you know, just focused on finding new friends, which new friends aren't bad, but I wish I would have swallowed my pride a little bit more and done that. So I would really encourage you if you feel like you've neglected any relationships to just go to them and tell them the truth and just say how much you value them and want to be in their life. Because I can tell you there's pretty much like no quicker way to regain how you were before an ex than by surrounding yourself with people who know you like they knew you before and they can remind you of what you were like before your ex the next thing is lots and lots and lots of writing i just think journaling is the absolute best way to get to know yourself and whether that's get to know yourself again or get to know this new current version of yourself but if you're someone that's struggling to regain that sense of identity i would really really encourage you to dedicate at least five to ten minutes a day to just sit and write and it doesn't have to have any structure. It doesn't need to make sure to include anything. Just, I don't know. I just think it's really hard to dissect your own thoughts and to even hear your own thoughts a lot of the time because they're so jumbled. And especially when you're going through a breakup, there are a lot of anxious thoughts up there. It can be hard to translate them and discern them and pull out the important things. So being able to write those things down and then, you know, kind of read it back to yourself or just, you know, listen to yourself right is really powerful. So yeah, so I would definitely encourage that. I would also do some writing on who you were before you were with your ex. So what were things that made you happy? Maybe write down some old memories, pull out some old photos. I had a mentor tell me to bring out an old picture of myself and just keep it by my desk all day so I could, you know, kind of be in touch with that version of me when I felt really lost. So yeah, pull up some old pictures, get together with friends and and talk about some old memories, but kind of try to re-spark, oh yeah, I had an amazing life (laughs) before my ex. Like I can promise you your ex is not what's, who is responsible for the only happy times you've had in your life. That's just not the case. And sometimes we just need to get back in touch with that. The next is, you know, really make this commitment to get out of your comfort zone. What I really like to tell people after a breakup is like become a yes person and no not to like things that are going to cross boundaries or things like that. But like if a friend texts you and, you know, say I'm recording this on a Tuesday, so let's say... I had a friend text me around lunch and said, hey, do you want to go get tacos tonight? And I'm going through this breakup and I don't have anything else to do. I will say yes. Or do you want to come to this get together that I'm having? Do you want to go here? Do you want to come for a walk? Like try to say yes to anything you can within reason because – The more things that you are exposed to and the more times that you can actually enjoy yourself after this breakup, the more in touch and the more pieces of your old self are going to start coming back together. And the more things you'll start discovering that you enjoy, which kind of brings me to my next point, but really commit to trying something new every week. And these are for especially those of you who are like me that You literally relied on your ex for what you like to eat, what you like to listen to. So either like try a new playlist. If you're on Spotify, like try Discover Weekly or New Music Friday and just try to listen to some new music once a week. Try a new restaurant once a week, try a new movie, but just try to expand your horizons because the more things you try, the more things you say yes to, the more of yourself you will gather back together. I mean, if you think about it like in the movies and who knows if this is accurate, but if you think about it in movies, people who lose their memory, they have like amnesia, they're in an accident. Typically they start kind of getting memories of who they were as they go out and try new things. And they'll be like, oh yeah, I love this. I love this song. I love this genre of music. I love this type of food. But I promise, as long as you're also journaling, you're not going to find your identity again sitting at home. You know, that's just how it goes. I mean, there are definitely things that you can do, especially for those that, you know, experienced lockdown last year. Maybe, I mean, depending on where you are in the world, if there are any new lockdowns. There are still things you can do by, like, getting in touch with friends and making sure that you're staying active with your friends in that way. But if you have the ability to go out and do things, that is, I promise you, that's the best thing, like, to try to regain that sense of identity. Again, this is not something that I did really well coming out of my relationship. I still felt a lot of shame and guilt. So I actually still kept my world pretty small. And it didn't work well. It's like, just doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't, I didn't really want to push myself past my comfort zone because, again, of like that guilt and shame. So for me, it took getting over that to the point where I was able to start, you know, expanding my horizons again. And then the last thing that I'll touch on is when it comes to purpose. For those of you that feel like you've lost your purpose, I don't talk about this a lot on this podcast, and now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm curious why I don't talk about it so much, but one of the biggest game changers for me was volunteering. And I know it sounds cheesy, but I'm telling you, to me, there was no better way to like boost my self-esteem than to go out and volunteer. And I'm talking like... I mean, whatever's available in your area, but I used to go up to downtown LA to the Midnight Mission on Skid Row once a month and serve food. I, you know, joined event committees for the American Cancer Society. And again, because I was this yes person, like people kind of knew I was the S yes person, so people would say, "Hey, do you want to come to this with me? Would you be interested in doing this?" and I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." So I would go and do these volunteer opportunities where I didn't really know people and I would just have the most incredible time. It did give me a sense of purpose of like, okay, I feel useful, and it also again majorly elevated my self-esteem. So I would highly encourage you to look into volunteer opportunities in your area, whether that's, you know, making food or, you know, I live near the beach doing like a beach cleanup. There are so many ways and like pick something that's already important to you. If you love animals, there are opportunities to volunteer at animal shelters or whatever that looks like. But go out and volunteer and then. This is like another good thing is to try to find some kind of new hobby. Maybe your hobby is volunteering and that's amazing. Or maybe it's painting or cooking, but start again when you're like trying something new every week, like I talked about, try to find stuff that you can continue doing. I think having hobbies and having things really does, I mean, whether it's superficial or not, I do think it really helps you form your identity. So that way when you're out with people and they're like, what do you like to do? You're like, oh man, well, I really like to cook. I I volunteer once a month. So again, it helps you like build up these pieces of yourself that you feel like you've lost or you feel like you're starting with this blank slate, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. And you can kind of start putting those pieces back together. And then the last thing I'll say, and this isn't, necessarily a recommendation for everyone, but I can't tell you how many coaching clients and people that I've talked to that through their breakup, they have changed careers or realized that they just didn't like their job. And so the breakup was the thing that propelled them to change that or maybe move. So sometimes it can be the thing like a breakup and especially a breakup where you feel extra lost. That might be the thing that propels you to change jobs, change careers, go back to school. So like, I do not recommend doing things like that impulsively, but just know to listen for it. Like listen to your gut, listen to that voice inside of you that's saying, hey, maybe we should try this. Because the more that you clear the clutter that happens right after a breakup, the more clear and touch you're gonna be with that voice. And that voice will help guide you towards Like rediscovering who you are. So, and again, journaling is a great way to like help clear that channel and start being able to get in touch with that voice again and ultimately get back in touch with who you are again because you are a whole and complete person with or without your ex, with or without a relationship. It's just a matter of doing the work to be able to really see that. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your bestie, where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.